Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 509 here at the station. 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. So we're back dealing with the Lackawanna County and the Office of Youth and Family Services. It appears Lackawanna County is paying for the legal fees of some of the welfare workers facing child endangerment charges. Um, I've talked about them when they had an attorney, a county attorney. I talked to them when they had the county solicitor at their charging hearing, who's now a, a judge. This is... I've never seen anything like this, and it looks like legal experts in our area have a lot of questions about um, paying for the legal fees for people who are criminally charged. As a Lackawanna County taxpayer, I'm kind of outraged at it. Um, I, I don't understand the circling of the wagons here by the entire county commissioner slot. I I'm, I I don't think any of them should be in county government anymore. Now, thankfully, Debbie Dominic and Jerry no, Jerry Notariani are out. So, you know, do they really care what's going on? But Chris Chermack, I, I'm extremely disappointed in. And you know what? I don't think he should be my county commissioner anymore as far as this goes either. Um, they're paying a $10,000 flat fee to each attorney representing the defendants, which covers work they perform on the cases up through their preliminary hearings. They are criminally in charge and wrongdoing. And you could be against the charges. You can stand up. I, actually, I think our, our county commissioners should be impartial in this. It's one of the departments that they oversee. They've obviously failed. Not only is there criminal charges here in the county from the county district attorney and a city police department, but the state cited multiple violations and downgraded their status. The incompetence is incredible, and our county commissioners are just doubling down on it. Why are our tax dollars paying for the defense of people who may or may not have committed criminal offenses? Is this the standard now in Lackawanna County? When a Lackawanna County sheriff, or if a Lackawanna County sheriff, or a Lackawanna County road and bridges worker, if something happens and they get charged in a criminal charge, is that now the norm in Lackawanna County? We provide legal services? Because if that's the new policy, I want to know about it. If that's the new policy, vote on it. The comments they've made to defend, the attacks that they've put on our local police for the investigation they've done, the district attorney's office. And not for nothing, like I just said, the state agrees that this department is not doing what it's supposed to be doing because they cited multiple violations and downgraded their status. I mean, this was a perfect opportunity for Chris Chermack and the minority with these two useless idiots leaving the county government to say and step up to the plate and say, we need to fix this. We need to do these things. There's a plan out there that no one's even seen. It's not made public yet. I guess it takes weeks to form a plan, which means the person running Health and Human Services shouldn't be there anymore. Now, he supposedly presented a plan to the commissioners, but it's not public yet. And like I said, legal experts from around our area 
have said this is extremely unusual. Unusual. It's troubling. And, and some of the some of the excuses that our county government is using have said that uh, well, Lackawanna County is not part of the 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 charges. So you know we we can defend these employees of the county. If you don't think Lackawanna County is going to be a, a subject in a lawsuit when it comes to this case, you are out of your mind. There will be civil suits from the children involved, from the families involved in this. Not only suing this department, the people involved, the head of the agency, the county commissioners, and the county. This will, without a doubt, come down to all of us, the taxpayers. The circling of the wagon here for alleged criminal, and it's just that, it's alleged criminal activity. But is this the new policy in Lackawanna County, where any county employee, regardless of what they are accused of, the county now pays for their legal services? They're on paid administrative leave. I get that. What are they so afraid of with these criminal charges? In a trial... We'll show that. They've detailed, and the media has detailed some of the allegations that are out there. And again, it's just that, and it's one-sided. Yes, these workers are overworked. They also mentioned the head of the, the, the agency's uh, policy on not removing children in a story in today's Times Tribune. So is that why workers aren't doing their proper work? This has been a problem as far as not having enough employees for long before this investigation took place. It's just incredible as a Lackawanna County taxpayer that this is going on. And like I said, legal experts that they've asked in our area said the same thing. One thing, Peter Paul Ozeski Jr., former Luzerne County judge and district attorney, and Al Flora Jr., former chief public defender for Luzerne County, also found the, con- the county's decision concerning. In nearly 40 years of practicing criminal law, I've never heard of a county paying the criminal defense fees for a county employee. Olszewski said. Flora questioned the legal authority upon which the county based its decision. He noted counties generally are authorized to spend money only if the expenditure is in the best interest of the county residents. It sounds to me that they are doing this because they feel the county employees are being treated unjustly, Flora said. That's fine from a moral stand, but what is the legal basis to pay these fees? And, of course, attempts to reach Dominic, Notariani, and Chermak for comment were unsuccessful. Fredrickson defended their decision, saying the commissioners do not want to abandon the workers who are charged with crimes related to their work. Well, you know who should be abandoned? The county commissioners of Lackawanna County. Two of them obviously saw the writing on the wall. Well, one did, and one got voted out. One saw the writing on the wall. But Chris Chermack, I'm extremely disappointed in you. And I don't know 
what the head of health and human services that runs this agency has done to garner this support, but he's a failure at all levels. Failure of leadership, failure of supervision, failure of policy, failure to execute their mission at Children and Youth Services. And children suffered. And if anyone doesn't think there's going to be lawsuits out of this against Lackawanna County, you're out of your mind. Let the courts and court cases see. Now, I know they made their motions to have the cases dismissed, saying that the district attorney cherry-picked incidents to get these charges. Yeah, that's what happens in, in, in preliminary hearings. That's what happens in grand jury hearings when you go to grand jury. There's not a trial. That's what a trial's for. There's no back and forth. Hey, here's the highlights of the evidence we have, Judge. We have enough to arrest these people and proceed with a trial. That's what preliminary hearings are. It's cherry-picking. That's the norm. Any exculpatory evidence, anything like that, any defense, any challenges to that evidence, that's what trials are for. So today's motions from the defense attorneys to have the charges dismissed be based on cherry-picking or whatever else they said, that's just throw stuff against the wall to see if something sticks, see if we can get them the, any charges dropped in this. Very unlikely. It's normal operating procedure for a defense attorney to do such. But it's not normal operating procedure for a county to pay for the legal fees for individuals who are arrested. Now, if they were left out in the cold by their supervisors, by their managers, by the director of this agency, then let's let that come out. Hold them responsible. I just don't see it. And, and I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe when this first happened and the county solicitor was standing there complaining in the courtroom when they were being arraigned. I've said that to you guys. This just gets more outra- outrageous as, as we move on. And again, Dominic and Notariani don't care. They're gone. They're out of county business. Thank God Lackawanna County voters made the right choice with Notariani. Hopefully we get someone better in. Actually, the only positive comments I've heard or statements I've heard on this entire Lackawanna County Children and Youth Services has been from candidates who are running for this position. The people who currently sit in that office have disappointed and let down this county to no end when it comes to this situation. It's just incredible that this is going on. So the, the county is going to pay this $10,000 flat fee for each attorney representing the defendants. It's going to cover them up to a certain point, to the preliminary hearings. And then they have to go out and get their own attorney. So now they're switching attorneys who are going to have different things to say. Different agendas, different tactics on how they proceed with this. I just don't understand how this is they how they just have the audacity to do this. And this has been from the start, like I said, with the county solicitor, who's now a judge. 
and I keep throwing that out there, to now just outright doing this. And do they have the legal authority to do that, do this? That's been questioned already. To spend this money, is this the new policy for Lackawanna County? To where anyone who has that. So Lackawanna County Sheriff gets into a scuffle while he's working in his criminal charges. Something happens. Lackawanna County Sheriff gets into a car accident. Something happens and there's criminal charges. Is the new policy. Lackawanna County Road and Bridges guy. Somebody uh, knocks over their cones and does something. And he ends up getting to a scuffle and there's an arrest. Do we, pro- do we provide legal services now as county? This entire incident has been a disgrace from the top down. And yes, county commissioners, I'm talking about you down. You're all responsible. The buck stops with you, and none of you should be in government anymore. It's 521 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. This traffic update is brought to you by Data Internet. Two accidents, anyone northbound between Nanny Coke and Wilkesbury Bear Creek, causing some pretty bad backups. So you can expect to be sitting for a while as you uh, approach Nanny Coke and go toward the Wilkesbury area. That is all jammed up like a parking lot. We also have slowing 81 southbound from Scranton to the Avoca area and on 80 westbound, some construction causing issues. Flowing from Nescapet Cunningham to Mifflin, and then again, you're going to be coming to a stop due to road construction, 80 westbound at Bloomsburg. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269, Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Here's a Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, showers ending, partly cloudy, low 63. Wednesday, hazy, hot and humid, high 90. Thursday, hot and humid with some pop-up thunderstorms in the afternoon, high 92. Friday, hot and humid with some afternoon storms as well, high 90. Currently 77 degrees, cloudy with some rain out there. At 522 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 526 here. Um... Just got some text messages in about Walmart, and believe me, I, I'm a big proponent of, of small businesses, mom-and-pop shops, the places like that. But Walmart serves its purpose to people who afford – who shop there, who afford the goods that Walmart pres, per, uh, provides. Now, you could discuss the tax breaks that they get for hiring retired greeters. You can talk about the tax breaks that they get for their corporate locations. You could talk about the zones that states give them where – you know, their warehouse is tax-free for so many years, and then they pay taxes. Yes, they do get all these benefits. But the bottom line is the Walmart last year made $514.4 billion in revenue. That's 2.4% of the entire U.S. GDP. They provide a great service to America. I'm not saying they're a great company, but they fit in where they fit in. Just like you have your restaurants, your fast food restaurants, who fit a certain place in their in the economy then you have the middle class or the the sit-down restaurants who are a little more in the middle for people who want to go out and have a decent dinner with their family and then you have the high-end places each one serves its uh its uh niche in the economy but for all these places that say well this person 
didn't pay any in taxes, or this corporation didn't pay pays you know Facebook pays less taxes than than a nurse, or it's it's that's just a ridiculous comparison because if you look at all the other revenue that they provide for the economy, as far as payroll taxes, as far as everything they do, as far as the 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 economy driven that they do of every little support structures that deal with it, that's what I'm talking about when they talk about Walmart. Believe me, I don't even remember the time the last time I was in a Walmart. I do go to Sam's Club because I like my Sam's Club. Uh, I'm not allowed to go there without my wife's supervision, though, because I spend too much money. And it just goes to show that they have the things that people want. But, you know, like Walmart or not Walmart, you know, I prefer mom-and-pop shops. I prefer other stores other than Walmart. But they fit their economic niche to the environments that they serve. And that's all I'm saying when it comes to Walmart. Let's go to the phone. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. Go to the phones. We have uh, Max from Mountaintop on a living wage. Max. I just wanted to clear the air. The previous caller based his argument for 7 minutes and 34 seconds on the benefits of a, of a, of a living wage. A living wage is a fictitious economic term. It has no credibility. It places a limit or ceiling on the average citizen's productivity. If Rob O'Donnell stayed in Brooklyn and worked for a living wage, he'd still be at Bohacks, flipping lettuce and stale meat, trying to make a living to meet his rent. You aspire to, to rise above the living wage. The living wage was not your goal in life. You did not expect the entitlements of $15 an hour. You still can't buy a home at that number. You've got to subject yourself to an REIT owned by Larry Fink and BlackRock, who's buying up homes all over the Northeast. You know what I'm talking about, driving seniors out of their homes through utilities and runaway taxation. I just got a 3.5% hit on Crestwood school tax in Mountaintop. They're trying to drive me, a retired citizen, citizen, out of my home. Your comment? No, I agree 100%. It's the same, the same argument with the living wage is the same one with the minimum wage. I mean, people, people want to raise. Go ahead, Max. Rob, a living wage is like putting a chastity belt on a worker. I, I won't be graphic. It's, it's setting a limitation of an individual's capability through education and the workforce. Agreed? Oh, I, I agree. And that there are plenty, and, and I got some text messages on this, about people without the intellectual ability to increase their skill set and do better. And like I said, there are social services for that. There are support or there are exactly. organizations that will hire to exactly. train people like yes. that. But that's not a, something that's deserved. It's something that's given. It's something that's but, earned. That it's, exactly. this, it's this deserve that you know, people deserve a living wage. No, people deserve to strive for the best they can be. The moment you set a limit on yourself at a limit at, at a limiting wage, that's all you're ever going to produce, Rob. You're just going to be the next guy flipping burgers in a restaurant expecting entitlements, and I and you are not the source of entitlements. We're taxpayers, and we like to own our homes. No doubt, Max. No doubt, Max. I appreciate your input on this conversation today. Thank you. Thank you, Max. Listen, 
I'm all for helping someone who needs help. I'm all for doing and setting up situations for people who may not be able to do for themselves. But to set up, like Max just said, uh, this fake limit of people deserve this, people deserve that, the minimum wage deserves to be this. People need to live off a minimum wage. That's not what the minimum wage ever was. That's not what it was created for. The minimum wage was for entry-level jobs to learn how to learn work in a workplace, to learn how to take orders from people, to learn how to work with other people, to learn a skill set, a basic skill set, and showing up to work, mopping a floor, filing papers, delivering mail. Those are all skill sets that if you apply yourself, you can move forward in your career if you have the drive to do such. It doesn't take money. It takes effort. If you give 150%, at the lowest job in this America, in America, and you keep working at that, you're going to find yourself worked up. We see it all the time. You're going to see yourself move up and do things. But people don't do that. They want to come into a job, do the bare minimum, make a minimum wage that's, that suits their lifestyle, and they have people out there chiming in that that's the way it should be. People deserve this. They deserve a house. They deserve minimum wage. They deserve a living wage. No, you deserve the opportunity to earn those things. And people who can't for various reasons, there's organizations out there, there's employment out there that helps those individuals. It's 533 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM. It's a five, almost 539 here at the station, 76 degrees with uh, some rain and clouds outside right now. Well, you need to start planning now for viewing uh, next year's total solar eclipse that's going to hit America. It's going to go through 13 states. It is going to have a path of about 115 miles wide. And in Pennsylvania, if you go to the northwest corner of Pennsylvania, you'll be right in the prime viewing area, right in the Erie County area. This will be uh, April 8th of 2024. Like I said, it's going to come in through northern Mexico, cross 13 U.S. states, and finish near eastern Canada. And anyone uh, in the path will likely experience the total eclipse. And like I said, in our area, it looks like uh, that's going to be the Erie County area, the northwest uh, part of the state. So it's uh, something to plan for if you want to see a total eclipse. Here in our area, we'll get some but of eclipse, but it won't be total. Um... It says there's a spot in Texas that's probably the best area to view it in because of the weather conditions there, where the weather in northwest uh, Pennsylvania is iffy to say the the best at that. But um, it says during a 2017 solar eclipse, there were... uh, There were... um, Hotels, campsites were booked months in advance with traffic snarling on roads leading to areas with the least amount of light pollution. So it looks like, uh, like I said, northwest Pennsylvania. I'm looking at the map of where it's going to hit now. Will be your best place for viewing. It does not say when. There's a place you can find it, uh, eclipse.com. says uh, rooms are still available along the path of totality, but are going fast. The longer people wait, the harder it will be to find accommodations. I guess this is a big deal for people to go to where they can get in a total 
total uh, eclipse area. And like I said, that's April 8th of 2023. And you can go to eclipse.com to find out some more information on that. Um, you can get eclipse glasses at amazon.com. There's, there's a whole... Um, there's a whole tourism ecosystem around this eclipse, it, it appears. But it says, do not wait till January or February to book your flights for the best time because they expect flights to be uh, booked for people flying to areas where they can see the eclipse. I didn't know that a total eclipse would be that uh, that demanding. Is Is anyone really interested in seeing the total eclipse in April? It will, like I said, it will pass over the northern west part of our state here in Pennsylvania. It'll make a diagonal uh, approach up through Texas, western Texas, all the way up through, like I said, western Pennsylvania and then up into Canada. But, uh, Nikki, are you interested in seeing the total eclipse on April 8th? I just want to nap right now. No, no. I just really. want to nap right now. Uh, but there's a whole Sorry. there's a whole tourism ecosystem <laughs> really? around this where people are booking rooms now. And, and what if the weather's bad and you don't really get to see anything? I guess it still gets dark. It's the middle of the day, so I guess it still gets well, dark. It still gets so dark. Yeah. Okay. All of a sudden it's night, then it's not. And so we're not going to have a, a good view here. I got you, I, I got an idea for everyone. If you can't travel to see the eclipse, go into your closet, close the door, <laughs> turn the light on, turn the light <laughs> off for two minutes. And then turn it back on again. There you go. Or, or how about can we just go outside around dusk for a couple of minutes, like right at the the point where it goes from light to dark? I don't know. I guess does that they whole, have the same effect or no? There's a whole spiritual system around this where people you know believe in certain things with these total eclipses. There's a whole. There's I'll a have whole to look that up thing. in the Bible so and see what I can find out. It's in the Bible, right? I, I don't know. Is there any eclipse? Pastor Mitch, where are you out there? Yeah. Is there anything on the? Uh, on, there on eclipses in the a, Bible. I thought there was like something about the blood moon they talked about for a while, but that I remember hearing. Yeah. Oh. So well. I don't know. The eclipse could have something. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's five forty-three here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. It's tiring me out today. You know this Pentella Data Internet Traffic Update. There were two accidents on eighty-one northbound. One right around the Nanny Coke exit that has things backed up, and another right after the Wilkes-Barre Bear Creek exit that has backed things up. So once you get past Nanny Coke and you think you're moving, you'll be coming to a stop again. It's just not good. Uh, we also have some slowing 81 southbound through the Scranton area all the way to Avoca. You're going to be dipping below the speed limit, and 80 West is backed up in Bloomsburg. That seems to be the only area of construction really causing... Uh, um, any kind of issues at the moment. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Nikki, there's nine Bible verses out of the eclipse. Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 1310. Isaiah, okay. Isaiah 1310. For the stars of heaven and their constellations will not flash forth their light. The sun will be dark when it rises, and the moon will not shed its light. That's one of them. Oh, Okay. And uh, I, I was expecting you to read all nine of them. Jo- jo- I'm not going to read all nine, but Joel 2.13, the sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. And 
All right. So, but it could it's not this eclipse though, because we're not supposed to know the day or the hour, right? No. Nope. Okay. Well, I, I, with everything going on, I hope he's coming soon. Well, I hope so we... too. I, I was like really disappointed at the um, emergency alerts this morning that they didn't mean the Martians were coming to get their people back from Washington. I'm a big one to but, say, come on, comet. No, but I'm I'm like bring on the. You know, second coming would be fine right about now. Thank you, God. Like right now? Right now. Right I'm, now. I'm, I want to at least get well, home first. I'd like to get I, yeah, home. Yeah, I would like to be with my family, too. And not with you, Rob. No offense. Yeah. Yes. So. Okay. All right. Have a great afternoon. Thank you, Good Nikki. evening. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast for Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, showers ending partly cloudy, low 63. Wednesday, hazy, hot, and humid, high 90. Thursday, hot and humid with some pop-up afternoon storms, high 92. Friday, hot and humid. With some pop-up afternoon storms again, high 90. It's currently 60, uh, 76 degrees and cloudy here at 545. And you see the Jake ran out of uh, weather music we talked so long. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 549. Rain moving through our area, so be careful if you're driving around there. Let's go to the phones. We have uh, L from Wayne County on Mosquitoes. Hey, L. Hi, how you doing? Good. Well, um, I don't know. I didn't hear where you said the West Nile test was done for the positive testing. Was was that around here? Hanover Township. Hanover Township. Well, um, just this morning, I heard, and I never saw this before. I was I used to watch Scripps News, and then I stopped watching it, but I shouldn't have because. Every time I listen to their news, there's something real important. And they were talking about Florida Keys mosquito control. They have actually a control down there that tests the mosquitoes and that they're checking on. And they're trying to produce this new mosquito that I think kills off the female because they're trying to take care of the mosquito population. Did you hear about that? I I know a lot of areas do have mosquito control. I mean, we... I know New York City does spraying all the time. Um, they actually had a sign posted. I think it was posted on the beach. And um, it was a section of Scripps News, and it was the in-real-life section. That's when they started talking about that. And then they also had today, it was called Trashed Toxic. And they were talking about, uh, they said, the truth is we are trashing our planet. But now's the time to stop it. It was all about people that aren't recycling. And they talked about San Francisco that has this, oh, this wonderful recycling plant where they have wonderful employees that love their jobs because it's a good job, a good paying job. They even get a pension, you know, they blah, 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 right? Because they always are over the top in California. But I'll tell you what, if you saw this on TV, all this stuff, and even when they were talking about the water, they did they did a section on the water, and they went different places, and they were checking the water, and you should saw all the plastic that was in the water, these tiny, tiny, minute pieces that the fish are eating, the whales are dying from. It was really eye-opening. You should try to look that up. <laughs> yeah, Pennsylvania does have a... Pennsylvania does have a West Nile virus control program, and they do do spraying in in, in Pennsylvania. It looks like on seven fourteen on seven twelve they sprayed in Luzerne County. On seven 
14, they sprayed in Bucks County, and 627, they sprayed in Luzerne County, and 613, they sprayed in Luzerne County. So uh, they are doing spraying here in Pennsylvania. Well, they must have found them before, so they must have thought that they were coming closer. So, Well, if you go to, that, they also have a, wet, uh, a, a map of Pennsylvania where West Nile virus has been, pre- has been detected, and uh, mm-hmm. it's mostly the southeast corner of Pennsylvania. Now, it does creep up just below Luzerne County. And western Pennsylvania, the counties there seem to have it. So northern, no counties, Erie has it. But other than that, no northern counties have it. And our easternmost counties in the north end of the state don't have it. Yeah, but still in all, if it's here, it's here. That's like the the spotted lantern uh, flies. You know, it was in a couple counties. Then it was in 40 counties. And now I think it's in every single county in Pennsylvania. And we really need to get control of that because I think that's the the fly that ruins all of our trees. No, And we don't want to depend. The the spotted lantern fly targets grapevines and uh, maybe fruit trees they're worried about. Oh, oh, yeah, fruit trees, too. You're right. You're right. It is the, the grapes and the fruit trees. I knew it was something about that. But uh, still in all, we don't, want, we don't want to have that problem, you know. And people don't even know what they look like. Like I saw, I've seen them often. And every time I see them, you're supposed to kill them. And then you're supposed to report it also. So like if you go on the Penn State website, the Penn State Extension website, uh, I don't have my pamphlet with me now because I was just leaving. So I'm they, recommend in my car, you, but... they recommend you squish them and let them know where you found them, especially if it's in a county that they haven't been detected before. But they're kind of hard not to not to notice. I mean, they're they're big black with red and spot, white spots on them. And uh, if you see them, squish them. That's what they say. Well, you know what, Rob? When they're closed, when they have their wings closed, they don't look anything like what they look like when they open their wings up. That's the thing. You don't eat, You could go and you could see them on a grapevine and you wouldn't even notice that they're there because they blend into the wood and then when they open their wings up that's where you have the multicolors, and then that really stands out but when their wings are closed they look like the uh you know like the grapevine the vine yeah uh, two so, years ago they were all over the place in eastern pennsylvania i have not seen any up near me but i had i talked about them yesterday and somebody said uh, they cut grass and they've, se- they've seen the nymphs all over the place yeah, yeah. So uh, hopefully people will start doing what they need to do. We're losing our we're losing our United States one by one. <laughs> All right, the bugs are coming. I appreciate your call, Al. Thanks, and right. have a good night. You too. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and and be cognizant. We talked about this earlier, but it does. There is a West Nile virus control program here in um, in Pennsylvania. You can just. Uh, Google that if you want. It'll bring you to the Department of Environmental Protection. It looks like there's submit a report to find your county coordinator if you need to speak to them. It has a map of where West Nile virus has been present and where it's not been found. Um, and they, sh- like I said, I, I cleaned up uh, com- upcoming spray events for 2023. And when I was talking about the solar eclipse, I, I got a text message. I must have said 2023, but it is 2024. April of 2024 is when that... Um, when uh, you'll be able to see that total, uh, total solar eclipse. And again, it'll be visible in Pennsylvania in the northwest corner of the state. It's 555, 556 here at WILK. We'll be back to end the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Well, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show on this Tuesday, July 25th, 2023. 
just looking at the Mosquito County uh, Mosquito County contacts for the Department of Environmental Protection. And in Lackawanna County, it's Arako Genovese. And in Luzerne County, it's Keith George. And again, uh, you can go to the Department of Environmental Protection and get your county contact if you have an issue with anything. It says, uh, you know, mosquito complaints, reported dead bird, black fly complaints. I didn't know they had a black fly complaint hotline. I got plenty of them. But then again, my neighbor's a black Angus cow farmer, so I got plenty of them. But um, and uh, the ticks that are in the area. It's funny, when I had free-raising chickens, we didn't have any issue with ticks. They've been around a little bit now, not too much. You know, we, we treat for them as well. But free-ranging chickens did a number on the, the ticks in our area. Never saw one. You know, we have dog dog that was out all the time. Never, uh, never an issue with it. But with West Nile virus being found, you know, nothing you should panic about. Just be aware of it. Wear your mosquito spray. You know, if you're out, wear your long pants. Wear your shirts that the, protect you from being bitten. And, but if you're going to be sitting out in the evening, if you're going to be sitting around, you're, you're standing water, make sure you treat it so uh, they're not breeding and causing more of a problem. And if you find a dead bird on your area with no sign of anything wrong with it, you may want to call your Department of Environmental Protection and uh, let them know. Guys, I appreciate your input today. I appreciate all the conversation and feedback I get on a daily basis. Really uh, taking me in, and I appreciate that, guys. God bless, be safe, and we'll do this again tomorrow.